where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you're doing well today. Football started. I'm so glad the Cowboys lost. I'm a Texan guy, but I grew up in Houston, so we hate everything Dallas. So Cowboys losing is a good thing. No offense to you guys. We love the Cowboys. Actually, offense to those of you who like the Cowboys because I hate the Cowboys. Now, today we're going to go back to do basic MGTOW terms because a lot of you guys maybe don't know a lot about MGTOW. Men go in their own way. So we're going to just kind of define some basic terms that you'll find in the manosphere in general because there's different you know, branches. I would say the manosphere is kind of the general umbrella term, and under that you're going to see different branches. MRA would be men's rights activists, those who are trying to reform the courts, you know, uh, change alimony, change custody agreements. Unfortunately, that movement's largely failed. Then you have the PUAs, the pickup artists. Uh, so they kind of use red pill knowledge to get their way with the ladies by negging and, and, and plate spinning and stuff like that. Then you have more of the, the, the MGTOW kind of men going their own way. They've just kind of swarfed marriage and they're just going to pursue their own path. Now, some in the manosphere would say that MGTOW equals losers because a lot of incels and voluntary celibates hide behind I'm never going to marry because they just couldn't marry if they could. So um, there's a lot of fighting within the manosphere as, you know, we are human, we are fallen, so it's not too surprising in that regard. But I wanted to go through some basic terms just for some you guys who are kind of new. So we're going to just, we'll probably do a couple episodes of this because, you know, I like to keep these episodes about 10 minutes. All right, let's talk about the pills, las pastillas. Now, we do have a very early episode on 10 reasons why women should not be taking hormonal contraceptives, that pill. But we're going to talk about red pill, blue pill, black pill. Of course, this is a reference to The Matrix, a classic 1999 sci-fi movie where Neo is given the option by Morpheus to take the red pill or blue pill. So he's he's kind of seen a glimpse of what the world is really like in The Matrix. And so the blue pill will take him back to his mild-mannered Mr. Anderson, mild-mannered office job. Or it'll keep him in the red pill world where he sees the the way the world is for what it is. Now, the term red pill, of course, is used for a lot of things. Philosophy, politics, are you red pill woke? You know, But in terms of intersexual dynamics, blue pill is going to be what you were beforehand, like Neo when he was Mr. Anderson. So thinking that, for example, you should, pleasing the woman at all costs is going to get you to, to have her love you more. Okay, that's a very blue pill thing. Thinking that she's going to love you even though you don't make a lot of money. That's a very blue pill thing. Not understanding why women move on quickly. That's a blue pill thing. So it's kind of like the Disney the Disney world of love and not the, the way it really is. So red pill is going to be taking the pill and understanding intersexual dynamics for what it really is. Understanding how women love, understanding why women move on quicker, understanding how to make a relationship work, understand the divorce statistics, how men, women initiate divorce disproportionately, and understand the, the, the machinations of the court system. So that would be kind of red pill in terms of dating. Now, 
Most men become red pill after a divorce or after a breakup because they Google stuff. I got to get my ex back and all that simpy stuff. And uh, that's where they become aware and they just go through this gigantic rabbit hole. They're like, whoa, like me, like, like, like Keanu Reeves. One note of acting is whoa. And it's very easy to kind of go down this rabbit hole. Your, your whole world is shook. You're like, oh my God. And the thing is, once you become red pill, it's not like you can't go back to being blue pill. Now we have purple pill, which is in the middle where intellectually, you know, the arguments of the red pill, but you still have a lot of blue pill tendencies. So this is why I would tell you to purge your relationship thirst, because purging a relationship thirst, the idea that your life's incomplete without a woman is a very, very blue pill thing. So there's a lot of guys who are exposed to red pill who either kind of go back to purple, but so their mindset's kind of like, yeah, but, but. Yeah, but, but, or they oscillate the other way and go black pill. So black pill is going to be more of the understandable man gets divorce raped. He doesn't understand what happened. He loses $100,000 of, of, of his money that he worked hard on. He loses his kids. He, you know, he, he starts drinking too much. Then he finds this content and he's just raging, right? Oh my God. You know, and he hates his ex, understandably so, but you shouldn't hate your ex. Go to that episode, forgiving your ex. And so they go to the other side of the spectrum where it's all about hating, life has no meaning, hate God, hate the world, and just stew in self-loathing and hate. Now, if you need to be in this period for a little time to process, that's understandable. But being black pill permanently is not a place that I would recommend because it's very dark. What else? Hypergamy. We have episodes here on hypergamy. Just scroll about maybe 100 episodes back. Hypergamy is a, a woman's endogenous instinct to date slash marry slash breed with the highest the highest status highest sexual market value man that she can get that's essentially what hypergamy is you cannot take hypergamy out of a woman it's like gravity even though a woman would deny this is true that they want to breed up with the highest guy that they can get they will deny 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 but it's like the same thing with the male instinct to want to be with the most beautiful, fertile, young woman that they can be with. They're not going to, they'll deny it to their portly 55-year-old wife, but then we always know that the statistics, like I always quote the OkCupid stat, that they track what's the average age of what men look at, and it's always 23 years old, no matter how old the man is. So again, that's how we're wired. The women are wired to be with men that have, Today, it would be considered money, but back in the old day, it was men that could provide for the food, for the hunt, provide that the best cave, could fend off uh, beta males and, and, and predators and so forth. But you can take the woman out of the cave, but you can't take the cave out of the woman. So women are still kind of wired for this. And this is hypergamy. And the verb that we would use when a woman goes from one man to the next man is monkey branching, like a, a a monkey that doesn't hold on or grab the next branch, he won't grab it until uh, he grabs hold of it, and then he'll let go of the previous branch to swing. It's the same thing here. So if a woman goes from like a man who makes 40K, the next guy makes 70K, the next guy makes 100K, she's monkey branching up. So that's what, what essentially what hypergamy is. But we have past episodes that flesh that out because a lot of men hate hypergamy and I have episodes here to tell you don't hate hypergamy. You wouldn't exist if hypergamy didn't exist because your your maternal ancestors all practiced it. Okay, They're not going to breed with the hobbled, one-legged cripple whose leg got ripped off by the bear because their children aren't going to survive uh, by, by that man because he can't protect. 
What else? Denapping and love bombing. Okay, so denapping and love bombing. All right, so these terms have to do with how a woman and a man, because a man will, will definitely uh, love bomb. They will P-nap a woman. But D-napping, D stands for D-I-C-K. We'll keep it family friendly, even though most kids know how to spell. Uh, so it's, it's uh, the process of getting you. So let's talk about love bombing. So love bombing is the process of getting you to fall for them. And I've I've used this example, 30, uh, 30 Shades of Grey, 50 Shades of Grey, I should say. So Christian Grey in that movie, in the book, you know, will inundate her with affection, with money, with trips to Paris. Now, the typical woman can't do that. But from, from the male perspective, love bombing is a woman who comes on really strong sexually, but also with the words, right? I've never met a man like you before. You're amazing. So she's blowing up your text. She wants to see you all the time. She's flattering you. She's making moves on you. She's giving you BJ. She's banging you, all these things. And you're just inundated. You're discombobulated by all this affection. So you think, because you know, sexual intimacy blinds us, this is why, honestly, the best thing to do if you're dating a, a woman is not to engage in anything physical until you're engaged. I know this is very old school, but it works because our judgment is so blinded. We think we're in love, so to speak, when, uh, when we're not. We're just infatuated and hooked on the sex. So that's love bombing. We A person who just drops a lot of bombs. Men, the way men will do it is by buying the woman gifts and, you know, seducing them, going down on them really well, taking them, you know, tr flying, traveling things. And the woman's like, oh, my God, he's amazing. So both sexes use it. It's really a, a reservation of a, a reserved for the cluster B personality disorders, which are both men and women. So this is histrionic, borderline, narcissistic, and... Um, Antisocial, so sociopaths, serial killer types. Not that all sociopaths are uh, all and all people antisocial are sociopaths. So denapping is one of the the tools of a woman who's love bombing. So they they give you a lot of sex, and so you're you get phallus napped, Johnson napped, whatever you want to talk about. You start thinking with your loins because you're not thinking straight because you're just getting all this sex, and so the woman can have innumerable red flags. She could be, uh, you know, single mom, have a lot of debt, rage her, tons of tattoos, and all your thing is like, oh, she's so great in bed. Oh, my God, I'm in love with her. You know, very blue pill, going back to that, very blue pill mentality. Red pill mentality is like any woman that puts out with you on the first date, you're not the first guy she's put out on the first date. So uh, let's pray you're gloving up. And again, all this is fornicating. I wouldn't recommend any of these, but I'm just defining terms for you. So love bombing, beware of that. Now, if you're a PUA guy, of course, you can love bomb the woman. And you could P-nap her. Eddie Murphy's got that great line in Raw where he his, his 1980s comedy stand-up special where he's like, you know, women, women, if they catch you cheating, you know, they'll forgive you. You know, why would they forgive you? And, of course, this is a horrible corruption of his, his it's because you're good in bed, and it's so hard to find a guy who's good in bed. So if you're good in bed, you know how to ring her bell. She could catch you with another woman and still forgive you because you're so good in bed. Something like that. Human tampon. We're going to do human tampon. Human tampon is also termed the, the orbiter. These are going to be nice guys who uh, think that they can get the woman by 
spending a lot of time with her and just, you know, buying her gasoline and, 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 and buying her gifts and just being the friend. And one day she's going to realize I have a good heart and a great personality. and I'm a nice guy and I could just be friends. And of course she has just, she's not interested because he's overweight or he's a nice guy. Or he's a simp or, you know, whatever. You know, women don't want to be with men who they sense like them more than, than, than they like uh, the guy. So she's still wanting to be with the guys with Edge, Chad Chung, you know, Ahmed, Tyrone, whoever. And so she'll use this guy, but not even realizing in her solipsistic mind that she's using this guy to be the, the shoulder she cries on or to hang out and be friends and share intimate things about Chad Chung and Tyrone and Ahmed and Juan and all these things like that. And then the guy is a human tampon. He's just, one day, she's going to realize, one day, and then he's going to be waiting a long time, one day. Partly because he has one-itis, which we'll cover in the next episode. So these are just some terms. The pills, red, blue, black, hypergamy, love bombing, denapping, human tampon. Connected with hypergamy is going to be Brafo's Law, Robert Brafo. This is B-R-I-F-F-A-U-L-T. He was a sociologist. We've talked about this in a previous episode. He talks about how love, how women love differently than men. A woman's love is based on utility and what you provide for her. And a man's love is more romantic. So as long as you're providing the most utility, usefulness of, 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 of all men in her life, she will still love you or be loyal to you. But if there's a man that provides more, you're more likely monkey branched. Because, again, this is just the, the way that women are wired. They want to be with the most optimal man that they can be with. So look these terms up if you like. Guys, if you appreciate my content, please post an honest review. It'll only take you five seconds if you have an Apple product. You'll notice two links in the episode notes. One's for PayPal. If you want to donate some money to help defray the cost of hosting this in the server, because I don't make any money off of this, I would appreciate it. There's also a link for Naturopathic Earth, my website. You'll see all my podcasts over there, all my articles, recipes, and so forth. So check it out. Lastly, please subscribe and post an honest review or follow, depending on where you're where you're listening to this, to The Awakened Man, to The Female Holistic Health Apothecary. Check that one out because I'm not misogynistic. I have a whole feed of over 100 episodes dealing with female health. In Confessions of an Obi Shad, which deals with food addictions and childhood trauma, which is my personal feat. Until next time, take care. God bless and pray. Thank you for listening to the Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at the Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needum. Until next time.